Yeah, totally. I guess bees can't call their spouse honey because it would get confusing. Oh, boy. All right. We're going <laughs> to lots of, lots of fun <laughs> with words today. <laughs> Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered, behind-the-scenes, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Travis Sherry, and I've been downing this Voss Norwegian water like it's water recently. Wow, dude, that's that's some seriously high-end water. I've seen those in hotel rooms for like... I don't know, 12 bucks a bottle or something, probably in the W at some point when I was on tour with, that's a whole other story. Anyway, I'm Jason Moore. I'm the co-founder of Location Indie, a community for location independent travelers, people who love to maybe do things a little bit differently, I would say, um, in a very good way, in the best way possible. And uh, you can learn more at locationindie.com. Uh, what about the, the tap water, Trav? What's wrong with the tap water, my man? Here's the secret. Dude, it's drinking. bad for the. It's it's very bad for the environment. You're not. Too. You're not I letting hope, me finish. Okay, I just hope you're reusing that. You're bottle. not letting me. I am. I just it really is a, hope you're reusing. It is a Voss water bottle that I've actually peeled the label off of. I don't know why. Probably because whenever I have anything in my hands, I fidget with it, which is why I need a fidget cube, which has now raised over six million dollars on Kickstarter. If you're unfamiliar what? with that, go check out Fidget Cube on Kickstarter. What? This is tailor made for me. Um, it, yeah, do you know what fidget cube is, Jay? That sounds ridiculous. Okay, it's a, it's like a tiny cube, like think maybe the size of like two regular sized dice or something, right? I don't know. Um, and it's got all these little things that you can put in your hand, like fidget with, like a little bowl ball that you can roll around, like a little click click like clicker thing. Oh it's got God. like six different things on its side that you can that you fidget this with. But if you're not a fidgeter, you're like this is stupid. But if you're someone who always fidgets, oh like my myself, this is I'm like this is cool <laughs> and relaxing. And they raised over six million dollars so far. I tell you what, if these guys are listening <laughs> on the off chance. <laughs> Please come on our show. I need to talk to you about this. This is unbelievable. Uh, They're two brothers. I'm going to get them on 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 the show, or whether that's be the EPOP show or this show, because it's I don't know, man. It's this weird thing that's serving a need. We always talk thousand dollar goal. And they raised six million dollars on Kickstarter. That's so far. And there's still like 30 days left or something insane. Um, anyway. I need a fidget cube so I don't scrape the the stuff off the water bottle. So I don't. Whenever I'm at a bar, I'm always the one who's crumpling up the little coasters that they give. I just I don't know. Can't help it. But back to the Voss water very quickly. I love the bottle. You know, it's super fancy for a water bottle. It's this you know tall cylindrical one that looks really cool. So my mom for a housewarming thing, or she was coming over for a party we were having a couple days uh, weeks ago, and she's like, "Oh, I brought you a gift." I'm like, "Okay, that's weird. Why would she be bringing me a gift?" And, was it uh, one she paw? brought me this. <laughs> it wasn't the movie One Paw. Something you should check out Fidget Cube. You should not check out the movie One Paw unless you're a masochist. Um, she brought me this Voss water bottle, and she was like, "Here you go." I was at Marshalls, and it was a dollar. I'm like, "Okay." I don't even know if she got the uh, the synergy or, or the serendipity in the fact that it's Norwegian water, and we had gone to Norway together. I think she missed that. But if she didn't, Mom. 
you're smart. If you did miss it and it just was coincidence, well, great. So anyway, I love the water bottle, man. Mom, so I've been filling it up because it's really easy to drink a lot out of. Looking out for you. You know, it's it's a... Uh it's almost a little depressing that water traveled all the way from Norway just to end up at Marshall's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. That is true. I mean, <laughs> and Voss is really like expensive. So why it ended up in Marshall's? I don't know. <laughs> it probably was laced with it. No, I mean, uh, how did this water bottle end at Marshall's? That, that's, that, a, that's a movie know, that's better than one. That could be a, a whole podcast episode in it of itself. Um, the Voss water bottle uh, by the way, Voss, a very nice place in Norway, a very nice little town. I didn't know if you had a chance to go. Yeah, that's that's funny. What are we? Uh, what are we talking about today? I'm sure we're not talking about v- Voss water. Well, we could get into the fact that I'm trying to drink a hundred ounces of water per day, which is meaning that I'm going to the bathroom like every 15 minutes, if not more. But no, we won't get into that um, today, Jay. I want to talk about something that. Uh, I'm going to give you the backstory of why this happened. And um, it's two words that I used to think meant the same thing until I heard this person talking and all of a sudden it hit me and I'm like, this could be the title of a book. But I want to talk about the two words, hope and dream. Okay. All right. Now, listen, before you get into this, Travis, I got to tell you that my, uh, my platitude alarms are going off like crazy over here. And if you uh, are unfamiliar with what the term platitude means, it's a, uh, I'll read it from Wikipedia. It's a trite, meaningless, or prosaic statement generally directed at quelling social, emotional, or cognitive unease. Platitudes are geared towards presenting a shallow, unifying wisdom over a difficult topic. However, they are too overused in general to be anything more than undirected statements with ultimately little meaningful contribution towards a solution. Now, uh, of course, they're using examples. Dude, it seems like someone was in a really bad mood when they wrote that, right? <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, they're using examples uh, such as statements, it is what it is, meet in the middle, busy as a bee. But, you know, when I hear terms like hopes versus dreams, these types of terms like live your dreams, live your passion, stuff we talk about on the show. And we do like half hour podcasts on like what, what that means because we want to avoid the, uh, the platitude attitude, I'll call it, uh, bringing it back from my rap days. Um, so before we get into this, I just want to make sure we, we, we get to some meat here in this. I don't know where you're going with this, but I just want to lay that out there. We're going to get into the meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. Is that a plot? The meat and potatoes. I, I do think it is what it is, is a weird thing that I, I say quite often <laughs> and really is a stupid thing to say. <laughs> but it is because, what it is. You know, I mean, you say it. But it is what it is. I say it. But it's like, no, it doesn't have to be. It is what it is. And that's what we kind of talk about is the fact that life doesn't have to be maybe what you think or other people think it is. So usually stuff isn't what it is. <laughs> it isn't what it so is. That's, that's true. The busy as a bee, I'm going to say, shouldn't be included no. in that. Because that, dude, bees are always doing They're stuff. They're very busy animals. So that makes sense yeah. to me. Like when someone says I'm busy as yeah. a bee, yeah, I might be like, no, you're not really that busy. But at least I understand that I I understand what they mean. Yeah. That's a metaphor or simile. I'm not sure which one that makes sense to me. Yeah, totally. I guess bees can't call their spouse honey because it would get confusing. Oh boy. All right. We're going <laughs> to lots of, lots of fun <laughs> with words today. Didn't think we'd open up that can of worms. Um, but the, the hope first dream, here's how it came about. I was talking to a friend of mine who is very, very different from me. So different that he actually works for the IRS. So if you can think of a more mind-numbingly boring job than working for the IRS, no offense to people who do because I, they like it. But for me, 
I would not want to do it, right? Like that's not up my alley at all. I I, I would not want to do it. So we're two very very different people. He's he's very uh, risk averse. Again, not in a bad way. Just like he's he's much more intentional things like that. So we're talking, and he was saying, you know, we we're talking about real estate and all this kind of stuff. And he was saying, yeah, well, I mean, you're just like in it to get rich quick. Like you're you're in this get rich. You know, you you have to admit it's a get rich quick thing. And I was thinking, like, what? It's not get that's rich out of left quick. field. Like, <laughs> Yeah, in my mind, this isn't happening very quick then. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, I'm like, mm, what? You know, for me, get rich quick. is like, I'm going to make a million dollars in like two months. And he was like, so I was telling him, I'm like, here's my plan. You know, get a, get a property, rent it out. Maybe get another one, this and that. I was like, you know, and then like, hopefully in 10 years we have enough and they're all doing their own thing. And you know, we don't have to worry about it. And he's like, 10 years, that's a get rich quick scheme. I'm like thinking, what are you talking about? 10 years to me is like forever. To me, that's too it, long. It is I'm a, just saying it 10 is a years. Decade. I don't want... Yeah. So anyway, two solid totally different decade. mindsets. Yeah. So we just had different approaches to me, 10 years. Like I told him, I don't want to have to work in 10 years. Like I will work because I'll do stuff that I love doing, but I want to be financially set to the point that I, I wouldn't have to work. And honestly, I'd rather it be five years, but I just use 10 years. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, that's a long time. And he's thinking <laughs> what 10 years, like there's no way you'd be 43. Like that's insane. So we're coming at it from two different mindsets and he goes, well, isn't that everyone's hope? Isn't that everyone's hope? And I'm thinking, hope. What a weird word. Like, and, and then he kept saying, well, isn't that everyone's dream? And I said, no, because a hope to me, when I heard that word, it sounded so like foreign. Like, well, I, I, I don't use it that much. I'm not like, oh, this is my hope or I hope this because, but I do use the word dream a lot. And I think that at that moment I said, and I don't know where it came from. I'm like, to me, a hope is just something that people aren't acting on and won't act on. And a dream is something that they, that, so I hope it's something they want, but they're not moving towards in any way. They're just hoping and wishing it, it happened. And a dream is something that you want to happen that you're taking steps towards. And he was like, Oh, well, you're really good at this motivation thing. Aren't <laughs> you like kind of mocking me? And I just thought, well, I that did sound kind of good in my head when I said it, but I, I think there's, it's very different, right? Obviously, like a hope is, oh, I hope I win the lottery. Okay, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna wish it happens. And a dream, I think, is when we talk about dreams and we people in Location Indian, we're talking to people about their dreams, they're saying, oh, this is my dream, but that usually means that they're taking steps towards it. So it's, it's something that will probably become realized at some point. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I agree with your definitions. I do think maybe there's some people that mislabel them in, in their own minds, perhaps like if you're not, you know, you, you could maybe call something a dream, but it's an actual, actually a hope or, or vice versa. I don't, I don't know. Maybe not vice versa. Yeah. I, I like the idea of a dream being like, if, if you're going to put a definition on it today and we're going to say, okay, what is, what is a dream? Like, what is, what are my dreams? What does it mean to have a dream? What are my travel dreams? What are my like location independent business dreams, whatever they are to, to now say, okay, here's a concrete thing. A dream is something you're actively taking action and steps towards achieving and kind of like, okay, anything you're not doing that with, you have to like put into the hopes category maybe, or maybe it's yeah, like an into in so. dream purgatory sort of where it's like, maybe it's next up in the queue. You know what I mean? 
So now there's dreams in purgatory, which sounds seems really <laughs> weird because dreams would be like up in the heavens. You know what I'm right? saying? It's like, just they're just uh, kind of yeah. they're, they're kind of waiting for their turn, and maybe they've taken a number, and now they're they're waiting to get into the queue or whatever. But like, I like the idea of a, a dream having to be something that you're taking action towards, even if even if that action is is maybe like 15 steps away at 10 years from now, like you said, like, okay, if your dream is to have, you know, 20 properties all over the world that you can host travelers and, and this and that, well, it starts with one. So you could say, okay, my dream didn't start in the 19th property. It's It started with me like looking online and taking this idea seriously. You know what I mean? I, I totally think that the idea of taking it seriously and and moving in some direction is the is the delineation between hope and dream and maybe you know in in our vernacular like and and in the way that people talk about it they seem similar and i think had i had i not thought about it when i was talking to him i would assume too yeah hope and dream okay it's something we we want to happen and they both are there's something you want to happen but one to me the word hope seems like you're just you're waiting for it to happen to you and a dream is something that you want to happen that you are going towards right and and i just think that it, it they do get interchanged i think that might be one of the issues with the words that they do get used interchangeably and so people just assume well oh, dream yeah i you know it's i have to wait for it to happen or it's a dream so i don't have to work towards it or there isn't steps it's like something like poof up oh, my dream is realized when anyone who actually sits down and thinks about it realizes that they're if they have achieved the dream they've always taken steps towards right, it right and i guess if you're taking a laissez faire attitude towards your dreams then maybe you have the your you're subjecting yourself to the to the risk of it slipping back into the hope category you know what I mean? If you're kind of a little too casual with your dreams, you're kind of like, oh, you know, I, I have this dream. One day I'm going to do this. And, and, and you kind of carry that on and on for years on end. Then maybe it turns into a hope. And I mean, that's happened to all of us, I think. And some of those things, you know, time passed and you just realize, oh, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm glad I didn't do it. That was not something I really wanted to do. But um, some of those things, I think what I call like sticky things, things that you know in your heart of hearts you're going to regret not doing should definitely be in the in the dreams category, I would say. And that would mean in the action, some kind of action taking or at least taking it seriously category. I mean, that's, you know, listen, we're not like, I'm definitely not a high horse preaching right now. I mean, this is present company included. Everything Travis and I talk about on this show is uh, as much or more for us <laughs> than it, as it is for you or all of us as we're on this journey, because this is a, a constantly evolving thing. You know, this whole location dependent lifestyle travel, it's like we always have new hopes and dreams and then we have to, like you said, delineate between which is what. And um, I think, you know, a good time to do that as we come up towards the end of the year is, uh, is, is the end of the year to the beginning of the next year. We do something in location indie. Um, like this time next year, I will. And it's, well, you can talk about what the exercise is and maybe just to, to give something actionable here in this podcast, because we're going to be doing this again with our community and people, our community in a couple months. Um, do you want to talk about what that exercise entails? Yeah, sure. I think, and I think being really realistic on where you stand on them is the best thing you can do. For example, I have a quote unquote dream of being able to play the harmonica so much so that you have bought me a harmonica as a gift before, which I have tried to play two times. So like, is it a realist? Like, so it's okay that it's my dream and that I want to do it, but I have to be realistic and say, listen, Trav, like, maybe, maybe unless you actually do hope. something, 
Yeah, like it's now it is hope. a hope, right? And it's <laughs> fine. Sad. And you know, can I, uh, hopefully, can I have that back? I liked that harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, we can kick it up into a dream. Hopefully, and, hopefully, and so, <laughs> exactly. That just says that it's a hope right there. You just use uh, the word hopefully. <laughs> Right. Until I say, I have practiced 10 times, now it's a dream. Um, (laughs) Hopefully, my dream is realized. So one of the projects, one of the things that we do, one of the things I think is super important with the community, and that I probably one of my favorite things to do every year, each year, is we do a thing where we sit down and people put down the things that they want to achieve for the year. And everyone does this, you know, um, during for new years of course you know i I mean like when i say everyone i mean society does this for new years but one of the big things that we we do is we not only put down what you want to accomplish but then how you're going to accomplish it you know at least some little plan of action for most of the big things you know if it's something like oh i want to read 52 books in in 52 weeks which is one of the things that we implemented inside of li you know you might not have to write down a plan because your plan is to read them, but maybe you might say, okay, well, I know I have more time in the beginning of the year because I'm going on vacation for three weeks to the beach. I'm not going to be doing much work. So in my mind, I hope to have 30 done by May, you know, or whatever. So we do that every year. And and what's really neat about this year is we had a lot of people do it for 2016, the beginning of the year, write it down. And um, this was started, I think, by Tim. Tim and Robert, maybe both of them were talking about a month ago in September, and they both looked back at what they had written, what they had wanted to accomplish and, and where they had to go, and which forced me to go and do it myself, which was really fun. And one of the things we're doing in LI this this month in October 2016 is we're having a, a party or like, a, I guess what, what we'd call an accountability call. And and even if you're not inside of LI, obviously you could do this on your own. It's, it's just more fun to do it with other people where we're all sitting down on October 20th, and we're saying, all right, what can I feasibly, off of this list of whatever I wrote down at the beginning of the year, what can I feasibly accomplish? And what am I going to cross out and say, all right, well, this you know, has now turned into something that I'm not actually going to try to do, or I'm not going to try to do as big or something like that. Because I think what happens to me, Jay, is when I get towards the end of the year, I kind of feel like it's almost over already, right? Like when you get into October, I'm sitting there thinking, Okay, well, I only really have two and a half months left. So all this stuff that I said I was going to set out to, like, oh, I failed. You have two and a half months left. <laughs> There's a lot that you could get done in two and a half months. So I think this is will serve as a good reminder to people. Hey, you still got two and a half. Let's look at it. Let's recommit and let's do it. And one of the things that I saw on my list was to do something that I couldn't quote unquote afford, like a big picture thing. And to me, that that always the idea was buy some sort of real estate that was like, you know, a big, not a risk, but a big thing. And so when I was going through, maybe this spurred me on again, subconsciously, when I was looking at it a couple of weeks ago, I realized I hadn't done it. And now we bought a second property. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of validity to, to and maybe yeah, and like that. you said, I mean, reviewing it that that was key. I'm, I'm so glad those guys got in there and did that because they started posting about it in LI, and I was like, oh yeah, like I don't remember what I wrote, and then I read through mine. I was like, oh yeah, some of these things I did, some of these things I didn't, some of these things I know I won't be able to do. And did any really stick out to you? Like, were there? Because I had a list of like. 60 things, but there are a few that stuck with me. Was anything like jumping out? I can't believe I thought that at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Like I always, I feel like you and I both do this. And I I mean, it seems like a lot of people in the community, well, I mean, 
a lot of people do this in general. I think you always shoot for more than you think you can get in that whole like, you know, you know, shoot for the the stars, maybe you'll hit the moon type of thing. But it's like you Lots always want to try platitudes to platitudes here. A lot of platitudes here. Uh, you always want to kind of overextend yourself with those goals, right? Like to the but to the point where like I try to look at them in a um in sort of a non-emotional way because like I knew before I looked at it that I was going to be disappointed because I know when I set these things in the beginning of the year, it's like so far beyond anything I'm going to be able to actually do. Um, which I don't know. It, it, it might be a terrible strategy actually, but um, I don't I think feel so. Like, I think, I think writing a lot in the beginning of the year is fine. I really do. It, it, I, I was with you though. I thought that I was going to be much more upset when I went through the list of, because I didn't remember what I wrote either, or I remembered some of them, and I thought, oh man, this is going to bum me out. Like, I'm not going to accomplish this. But it was kind of neat to go back and see some of the stuff I hadn't accomplished and some of the stuff I had. And I don't think it really bummed me out, not because I had done so much, but because it kind of spurred me on again to think, oh, I didn't do it, but I was thinking it once, oh, that was a good idea, or that was really cool. What, just not to cut you totally. off. Totally. Yeah. One of the things that I can easily do that I, I forgot I had written down. And this is why I recommend people write maybe more down or just kind of at least brainstorm in the beginning is give someone a $100 tip. I, I don't know why I wrote that. I mean, I, now looking back, I remember why I wrote it because I was like, hey, you know, you're, you're pretty frugal. You kind of got to break this, this idea that money has a hold on you, like always worrying about nickel and diming. Like, you know, do something that might make you think like, oh man, could I use $100 for something else? But it, it was the mindset. So I remember writing it, but I didn't remember it throughout the year, I probably wrote it and totally forgot. And then I looked back and I thought, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. And it's something I can easily achieve and now I will do. And someone's going to get really lucky in the next oh, two and a man. half months. Um, so waitresses and waiters of Philly, if you're listening. <laughs> but, you know, I mean... Yeah, that's, a, that's a cool one. I mean, that's a cool example of something that's... Uh, that, that's a great example, actually. I think of something that's uh, totally attainable, totally realistic, kind... And also helps you break a, a certain mindset that you'd been struggling with where you're like, hey, I'm going to give this freely and I'm going to add this. It sounds like a small thing. Like, you know, it's like if you give a hundred bucks away, so you're not going to be like, you know, homeless and on the streets forever. But like by doing it, it's, yeah, that's, that's a really good example of something that's small and doable, but could, like a huge sort of mindset shift. I think that's great. And if I hadn't written it down, you know, the point isn't like, oh, wow, Trav's cool for doing that. Because I'm not. It was it's selfishly I'm doing it because I wanted, as I mentioned, break that kind of mindset. But the, the point is if I hadn't written it down at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. and I hadn't given myself space to sit and think about, which is important, when I wrote this, it probably took me – a couple hours to sit down and write it and, and read and, and actually like no one around phone off. What are some of the things like, cause that's not something that was on my top of my head. I just remember as I was writing, I thought this would be really cool if I hadn't written it down and I thought, Oh, that's stupid. Or like, Oh, you'll just do it anyway because you know, you'll, you can easily accomplish it. It's not something that takes a lot of work. I would have never went back to it and seen it again. And that's why I think it's cool sometimes to write down more than you might be able to do because you never know what when you look back is gonna is gonna be something that's that's important or that well, might yeah, have it's, got it's also it's like a it's like a snapshot of uh of you then, like what you were thinking then. And it's also interesting to see how maybe you've changed or evolved. And I think when you look back at those lists, you know, this I will I will get this done or these goal lists for the year, um, we we could we should probably revisit this topic as it gets closer to the end of the year. It does help ease the pain of what you haven't accomplished, or at least, you know, kind of for me, 
it helps to put it in perspective uh, when you consider the things that weren't on the list that also got done because things pop up. Uh, there are new challenges. There are maybe new interests. There are life events that happen. And look, there's a lot going on. So when you just take the list for the list and you don't factor in like all of the other things you've done with your time uh, during the year, then you know it's it's not really going to be a fair shake for you, I don't think, as a as an individual. But going back to the hopes and dreams thing, I mean, it, it's, I guess, the important thing is even with this exercise or writing things down in general, or, or like you said, taking, or like we talked about today, taking things seriously in some way, even if it's like, seems like a pipe dream, like you can do something that makes it like a serious idea or, or like, you know, some kind of small action. Um, we can all do that. We all have the power to do that. You know, even if it's, um, we're dreaming about a trip and we have no money for our next trip, but we could go to the bookstore today. We could ride our bikes to the bookstore. We could like look online and we could read about that destination and take some notes and like see what the budget is or what, what accommodations cost per day. See how much street food costs. We could, st- we could do initial research on plane tickets. Like there are things you can do to make it real going back to the dreams thing, I I think that's a great way to bring your dreams into reality by taking those actionable steps. And I think writing it down is a physical thing like that, that almost like there's something there that does bring it into reality. Yeah, I totally. And I, I would recommend if you go, if you go another step further, write it down and share it with someone or a group. I mean, it's fine if you don't become, but sharing it with a group really helps because you get some feedback. You never know when someone's going to say, oh, I, I I did this or I can do that. Or, you know, there, there's all types of things that open Accountability. up. Accountability. So it holds you more accountable and it also makes it more fun because you get to see some of the stuff that other people um, are, are hoping to do or, excuse me, dreaming to do. Uh, hopefully they're dreaming to do it because they're taking steps. But I so I just would say to, to wrap it up, if, if we were given some actual advice, if you were someone who wrote down a list, um, you were what is that word? Uh, like when you think ahead of the future, but, um, precision, I don't know. You know what a word I'm thinking of. Maybe, uh, if you were, if you were like that and you did write something out at the beginning of the year, go back and look at it and, and see what you can accomplish in those two and a half months. Do a thorough review, take an hour or however long it takes to do a thorough review and pick the things that you can do in two and a half months. If you didn't write something down, you still got two and a half months. So look at it as a fresh slate and say, by the end of this year, what do I want to accomplish? And, and write something down. You can do it at any time. People do it January 1st because they want to do it then. It's cool. It's great. But you can still do it now. So whichever side you fall on, take the initiative and do that. The year can start any day you want. So Trav, before we get into this Inside LI segment, I have to ask you, what is another one of your hopes? Like you mentioned the harmonica, which is slipping into hope territory. Let's get real here. What's another one of your hopes? Uh, okay, here's a hope. I've never taken any steps towards this. I want to be on Survivor. I knew you were going to say that. I've been I saying knew you were going to say that. Now, I would I would actually disagree that you haven't taken steps about that on, on that because you have shot video, you have like sort of you've done this TV show thing, the Lights Camera Switzerland deal. I mean, you've done things. Now, have you? Yes, you haven't- but, but none with the none with the actual. I'm doing this for. Survivor. So, like, yeah, I don't think think you actually. Do you actually want to like try to survive and eat bugs and be hungry for thirty days Uh, or whatever they have to do on that? I mean, my mom keeps saying to me, 
just do the amazing race. It'd be so much easier. I'm like, that's the point. It would be so much easier. Like amazing race to me would be super fun. Um, but survivor would suck. It, it, it sucks for everyone who goes on there. I love the show and I love the gameplay and I, I love, I love the physical challenges of like getting to be a kid again and running on all these obstacles, but it, physically it sucks to not eat and sleep or drink for 39 days. If you are the sole survivor, which I would be obviously, um, so I <laughs> prepare for 39 days. Um, so yes, that's something I've never really taken steps to. I've met people who know Jeff Probst. I know I have some pretty good ins to maybe get on, but I've never done it. And Jay, I, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm scared. Uh, I think probably it is because I'm scared if I did get on that it would be really, really hard. But it is a hope. And I cannot say it's a dream because I haven't done enough to actually take those steps. What about you, man? Well, there you go. If you want to poke and prod Trav to bring some hope into a dream category, then harass him about Survivor. Um, right now, I actually hope I can do a five-minute plank by the end of this month. Inside LI, quickly, we are doing a plank challenge. If you don't know what a plank is, it's essentially like a... Torture. You're, you're, you're like in push-up position, but you're down on your elbows, and it's it's like a real core sort of like intense thing, and it burns the shoulders, and... Uh, it's, it sucks. I, I can't stand it. So this month, I don't know why I did this, but I posted this schedule that our buddy Mike, who's also an ally, um, he's one of the, the guys that helps with, with the members. He found this plank challenge where it was like, you build up to a five minute plank over 30 days, five minutes. I was like, I've, I, I feel crappy after one minute. Like I can barely hold it. Okay. Uh, we're now up to two minutes. I did mine today. Somehow I've done two minutes the last two days, which Honestly, Trav, like without this challenge going on and people posting in our our like chat community there and saying, Hey, I did it, done mine for the day, done mine for the day. I I don't I would have given out like at a minute thirty or whatever. Like, but yeah, I persevered at two minutes, but tomorrow's two and a half minutes. And I have a very hard time believing I'm gonna be able to do that, let alone five minutes. So I guess you could say I'm it's a dream because Well, you are working towards it. Just I don't believe it actually can happen because it's too quick. Building up to five minutes in thirty days. The first like ten days were twenty seconds, thirty seconds. All of a sudden it goes a minute, minute and a half, two, two and a half, three, three and a half, and it's like, come on, man, I can't do that. As Chris buzzes us out. Yeah, we do these monthly challenges. They're not like physical challenges all the time. Uh, we, we you know we do business challenges and different things like that. But uh, yes, the plank challenge has been quite uh, quite an interesting one. And, so and the, I had to admit yesterday to everyone that I tried to do a two minute plank and I could not do it. I tried twice and I could only get to a minute fifteen. Man, man. it's so, it's hard. So you know you got to come over here and give today. the give the location indie boys a good core workout. If you got one, send it to us uh, on Twitter. We're both on it at zero to travel at pack of peanuts. Uh, but you know, if you want to do one thing today, check out location indie, I N D I E.com. It is the community that, uh, that we run for people doing the whole location dependent, living the location dependent lifestyle, traveling around the world or uh, working towards that helping each other, supporting each other. At the very least, if you just want to learn more, you can jump on our newsletter list, gets a bunch of free, cool info. We're here for you to support you. And if you think it's a fit one day, we'd love to have you in the community. Uh, we're going to actually be opening up pretty soon. But either way, we hope you're enjoying the uh, the podcast and tinkering with uh, whatever it is that, you, that you're tinkering with right now, whether it's uh, a hope, a dream, uh, a new location-independent business, uh, a new trip, whatever it is that you're doing out there. We... Um, 
we're right behind you. Yeah. And we're right behind you. And if you want to do two things, because one is check out Location Indie if you haven't already. If you want to do two things, make a realistic list of your hopes and dreams. And what's a dream? What's a hope? And uh, have a good, awesome rest of 2016 because there is two and a half months left if you're listening to this when it comes out. So rock those two yeah, and a half feel, months. Don't feel bad if you got to let some of those hopes slide. Like, you know, and if you have to give that harmonica back to your buddy, don't feel bad about that at all. I'll put it in the mail today. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. Cheers. Cheers.